You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul. Welcome to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits Podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to College Success Habits. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. It is a pleasure and an honor to have you on this busy week. I have no doubt, no doubt for sure. It is once again another Friday. Hopefully you have some fun things planned for the weekend. If you are into college football, then the college football rankings just came out. And if you're you're going to a Power 5 school, you're probably pretty interested in that kind of stuff. And if you're not, then you're probably just interested in getting drunk all weekend. Uh, hopefully you do something more productive with your time than just spend it all day in the, uh, in the backyard playing hacky sack and drinking keg beer. But that's how I spent my first couple years in college. So why would I expect you guys to do any differently? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I do not condone that kind of behavior. I just realize it's definitely going on. So this is another amazing episode of College Success Habits. I'm really excited about this one. I'm going to tell you how I came up with the idea for this show. Last night, I was down at LA Live uh, at this club called The Novo, and there's a band called Matt and Kim. It's this husband and wife team from Brooklyn that was uh, that performs absolutely hilarious. They have so much energy and they are just all into exactly what they're doing. I was sitting up in the balcony and so I could watch everyone that was downstairs in the general admission floor area and tons of moshing going on. And certainly that was something I would have found extremely enjoyable 20 years ago. Um, There is a point where you're like, no, maybe I don't want to take an elbow to the face today. Uh, But I definitely remember spending a lot of time in mosh pits at Nine Inch Nail shows and Pearl Jam shows back in the 90s. So uh, teach his own. I'm not by any means saying don't do that. That's not the point. Um, the point is, is that at the beginning of the show, they made they made a, a they made a point of stopping playing and just talking to the audience and really saying, look, you know, you're here. Let's all act crazy. Let's have a blast. Let's just be yourselves, dance your ass off, and just have a really great time. And, and they certainly, I mean, they they make jokes on stage. They're they're a, a smidge bit raunchy, which I think is hilarious. And uh, they're just, they were themselves. They were absolutely full of energy and just crazy. And it really brought it out in the audience. And this is why I literally had the idea for this episode while I was sitting there watching everyone, because I go to a lot of concerts in Los Angeles, and it's known uh, by the bands who tour and come here, and it's known by the the you know all of us in all of us quote unquote Angelinos that we're not really the craziest crowd. We're actually a bit subdued. It's really hard to get people into the music. They'll show up and then they'll just stand there and they won't really sing along too loudly and they won't really be that into it. And I've been to a couple concerts recently. I saw AJR, Twenty One Pilots. Now I've seen Matt and Kim. Uh, I feel like there's another one. Um, I would definitely went to the to the New Kids on the Block earlier this year. Um, I think I've been to a couple others, and it, I've really noticed it depends on the age of the crowd that goes and the age in which the participants, the crowd, first was introduced to that music. Because New Kids, 
there were a lot of 40-year-old ladies dancing their ass off like they were teenagers again. AJR, 21 Pilots, Matt and Kim, they pull in a very young audience. You know, definitely AJR. It was a lot of teenagers there. 21 Pilots pushing more into the early 20s, mostly drinking age. Uh, Matt and Kim, they've been around for a decade. They're in their early 30s, so they've got a lot of those 20 into 20-something people going. And so I don't know if you guys noticed this uh, when you're going to live shows, but definitely when you, when I go and I'll see somebody, uh, you know, well, I go to Fish and Grateful Dead a lot and everybody dances there. But, um, you know, maybe like when I go see The Who or I go see Pearl Jam, I mean, it's a lot of people. The last couple of times I've been to Pearl Jam, one time I had uh, up high seats and I just watched a bunch of people stand there. And back in 20 years ago in the mid-90s, that would have been a humongous mosh pit. And now the their fan base is aged and they stand around a lot. And so it got me to thinking that it's too bad that a lot of us older people can't just act like we're twenty something again, right? And because there's there's a there's a joy to just being yourself, having a blast. In fact, there was this one woman in the balcony who was dancing her ass off, and her boyfriend was not enjoying her in, in excitement. He, his face looked like, oh my god, would you just sit down? You're embarrassing me. And she's just having a blast. And yeah, she was in her late thirties, but have fun, man. You're at a concert. Be your own person. Do what you enjoy doing. And and I really, this really hits home for me because back in the mid-90s, I was into a lot of uh, jam bands, Grateful Dead, Fish, Widespread Panic, Leftover Salmon, bands like that. When I moved to Orlando, I got into raving and a lot of techno and trance uh, DJs. And um, I remember almost being afraid to dance at those things because I, you know, because I don't have a lot of dance moves. I mean, I am, you know, back then I was a mid twenty something uh, white boy with as much rhythm as you would hope uh, I could possibly have. Definitely, Grateful Dead music gave me more rhythm than most, but still, you know, I'm not gonna bust out some some Drake, Justin Timberlake kind of moves or anything. Um, I digress about that, but more so to the point is I remember a lot of times not dancing as much as I wanted to, out of worry or something that people would. Um, be judging me. And looking back at it, I don't, who are those people at the club? And when I would go to after parties and I sort of know those people, I don't know any of them now. And certainly the one or two that I still do keep connection with via Facebook aren't sitting there being like, you remember that one time this random day when you were dancing your butt off at six in the morning to techno music? Like no one's going to ever do that. And so I say all this because I can look back at times in my life where I wish I would have just danced my ass off and had a great time. And I don't want you to live your life thinking, what if people are watching me, right? What if people are judging me? What if people, blah, 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 blah. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? I, I mean, I know, I, 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 I know that coming from a middle school and a high school world where social media just devours people. Because look, we didn't even need social media for people to get devoured in my middle schools and high schools that I went to. And certainly when you get to college, there's a much bigger freedom because you're dealing with a much bigger expanse of people. Right, yeah, I mean, if, you start, if you're going to house parties, you start to see the same kind of people. But at, at the same time, I mean, you're talking of university with 5, 10, 20, 30, 50,000 people. It's not the same, right? There's going to be the cool little cliques that are known in their own little communities, their own little Greek worlds or their GDI worlds or whatever. But, you know, you're going to have the, the people who do band and the people who do the student government, the people who do sciencey stuff and the language and the arts and the math. Everybody's got their own thing. To be yourself, 
because it'll be you that remembers not jumping all in and just having a blast. It'll be you who, who, uh, for me, I can go back and remember. I don't remember the day. don't remember the time. I just have these certain pictures that my brain took of me being more worried about what people would think of, of my behavior than just having a good time. Just dancing around and not worrying about all that. Dance like no one's watching kind of attitude. And I mean, mind you, I'm saying be yourself and do what you want to do. Don't hurt others in the process. Don't be like, well, I wanted to kick that person in the jimmy, so I did. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying be yourself and do what you want to do in, in, in the extent that it doesn't harm and hurt other people. So after all that, we're going to do <laughs> this. I had an idea of start of doing of talking more about the opposite of what you should do rather than actually what you should do because I get that sometimes when I'm doing these it's like people they don't necessarily want a process you don't necessarily want to be taught anything you you more of want you want a feeling you want to walk away thinking wow that really that hit home so these are going to be the four mistakes to make if you want to live in fear and not be yourself after everything I just said this is how. You should act if you want to be a chicken crap and not do what you want to do. Not have the fun you want to have. I apologize for my saucy language today. I'm feeling a little feeling a little excited about this episode. Step one, number one, ignore self-discovery in favor of non-stop conformity. That's what I'm talking about, guys. I want you to conform every single step of the way. Don't ever do what you want to do. Only do what other people want you to do or what other people accept you be doing and behaving like in front of them. If you are dancing at a concert and you look over at the people you came with and they're like hands down, trying to you know cover their eyes, shaking their heads, saying, stop embarrassing me, then that's what you do. You stop embarrassing them. You stop dancing, right? Maybe you just go and find a seat and sit down and just shut the hell up and that's it. Don't smile, don't laugh. Anything that might make them uncomfortable, you don't do. Okay? This is number one. I want you to always do this at every turn. It was just like last night. All those people jumping around having a good time. Even the people on stage, the band, Matt and Kim. I have an idea. How about you guys just sit down just play music, you know, with maybe a more calm, behaved approach. This jumping around and being excited and shooting confetti. At one point, they literally threw blow-up dolls, sex blow-up dolls into the audience. Come on. Come on. Let's be a little bit more mature here. All right? Conform. Be adult. Right? I think, I think when we go to concerts, everyone should have a chair and you should be made to sit in it and do not stand up unless you're going to the bathroom. And never forbid, you stand up in front of me and I can't see around you. And then I have to stand up because then the person buying me has to stand up. And then it's just a domino effect of people standing up. And before you know it, you're standing up, then you start tapping your foot. And then maybe you start to move your hips. And before you know it, you're dancing and now you're embarrassing people. You see? You see how that goes? So that's what you do. From here on out, step number one, you ignore self-discovery in favor of conformity. And now, for what, now I've, you know what? I've even woken up Siri. That's what you guys just made me do. Conform, conform, conform. Step number two, in order, these are, these are, these are four mistakes to make if you want to live in fear and not be yourself. You must follow these at every turn. Ignore moral, ethical, and integrity-based decisions 
right? And ignore ignore moral, ethical, and integrity-based decision-making. There we go. That, that sounds better. In favor of doing whatever you want to crush the opposition and always get ahead. This is this is it. Now, I know you're thinking, well, Jesse, this, this sounds like a way to be myself. No, 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 no. This is the quintessential living in fear. Because if you think that you need to crush the opposition at all times in order to always get ahead, then you come from a scarcity mindset where if you don't take the last cookie, somebody else will. Heaven forbid everybody were to split the cookie up. No, 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 no. I worked harder. I got up early. I did this. I did that. It's a me, 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 me driven world. I mean, that's certainly what Washington, D.C. seems to make it sound like. So that's it. Let's get on board with that. Oh, let's get on board with that. Ignore any kind of integrity-based decision-making. Don't, do not have morals and ethics. That's, that, that's for wimps. That's for wimps. Crush, crush, crush everyone in order to get ahead. This is extremely important. The 2009 market crash that happened because of the toxic mortgage loans and all that stuff that was happening. Look, some people made millions off of that. And then the rest of the world suffered. The rest of the world should have been a little bit smarter. The rest of the world should have been thinking about how they could crush other people, and then maybe they wouldn't have gotten crushed. Okay? This is what you're going to do from here on out. If you see an opportunity to get ahead, and even if that means kicking somebody in the shin, tripping them up, maybe blowing out their ACL in order to cross the finish line ahead of them, you do it. You do it, and you do it every time, and you don't feel bad. In fact, you should probably laugh in their face, maybe call them mean names, because if they can't handle it, then they're a little cupcake, and we don't care about little cupcakes. We eat cupcakes because that's what we do when we crush the opposition. We eat the cupcakes, and they cry about it. Boom. That's what you're doing from here on out. Write it down. Make it a habit. All right, number three, only do what you are already comfortable doing. I know, I know. This is a good one right here. At no point in time, and remember, we're talking about the four mistakes to make if you want to live in fear and not be yourself, right? This is a great one. Only do what you're already comfortable with. At no point in time should you have a growth mindset. Oh, no, 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 no. Only do what you're already comfortable with. Don't go to a concert and dance around if you don't dance like a professional. Don't don't pick up a guitar and try to learn some notes so that you can become better at something that you've never tried. No, you did not learn the guitar at three years old like John Mayer. You did not pick up a golf club at three years old like Tiger Woods. You are now in college. If you don't know how to do it already, you are not allowed to even try. Do not have dreams. Do not have dreams, goals, ambitions. That's bull. Don't do it. Okay? Whatever your parents want you to become, be it, like it. I don't care if it makes you miserable. If you're if you're miserable because you're a little baby about it. Okay? Okay? Do what other people tell you to do. Only do what you're comfortable with. I promise you. I promise you. You will you will wake up in your 40s and 50s and you will realize you've lived your entire life in fear and you're nothing like the person you wanted to become. You're not being yourself and that's okay because you have made the agreement and the decision now to do that because you listen to this show. All right? So do not do things that you're not already comfortable with under any circumstance. Don't raise your hand to be the project leader. Don't learn how to do public speaking, right? Oh, you want to get healthy? No. Sorry, you are the weight that you are. You eat the way that you eat. You must now eat that way all the time. Do not make changes for the better because that is stepping outside of your comfort zone and that is not 
what we are discussing here today. Number four, stress out and freak out all the time that you're not as good as you want to be at all times, right? I mean, look, we're ignoring self-discovery in favor of conformity, right? We're ignoring moral, ethical, and integrity-based decision-making in order to squash and crush everyone around us just because what the hell, right? We're only doing what we're already comfortable with. And now you're like, but Jesse, what if I'm not already comfortable with squashing and destroying people? No, no, no. I'm talking about like talent, skills, hobbies, goals, ambitions, right? right? You don't have to have goals and ambitions when you crush somebody. You just have to merely want to destroy their life. And then you'll feel better about yourself. It will only be for a few seconds. And then you'll go back to crying in the dark. But that's fine. That's fine. Because while you're crying in the dark, you can also be stressing out and freaking out all the time that you're not getting what you want out of your life. This is the best thing. At all times, you should just allow anxiety to become such a gripping, earth-shattering feeling inside of you that you can barely get out of bed. Right? That you just say, no. Uh, you know, I'm just going to lay in the dark for the next 15 days. This is definitely the best way to handle this situation, right? I personally drank my life away for 22 years, specifically with this mentality. Let's have tons of anxiety and freak myself out all the time that I'm not becoming the person I want to become. So I will drink my life away, thus completing the loop of not becoming the person I want to become. Oh, it was great. It really was. Best way I've ever spent 22 years. I don't know what I'm doing now with this podcast and all this ambition. I really should turn it off. Okay, so hopefully you get. And you know, and I and I and again, I'm going to be doing more episodes like this because I'm just looking for you know, and I'll I'm just looking for a way of splashing things up a little bit. But when I, when I go and I talk to people and I meet people and I speak and and I coach and I do all this stuff, so many people follow these four mistakes. And then they wonder why they're not living their best life, right? While they're not dancing at the club, enjoying themselves, right? Look, I cannot stress this enough. You have the ability to become whatever you want to become. One of the reasons why I'm doing this episode about non, you know, about being your best self and not in nonconformity is because I've done so many about you know, I mean, looking, looking back, of course, I did the book. I talked about roommates, managing your time, problems are forever, uh, episode 21. That was great. Experiencing everything, flipping the script last week. That was all about stepping outside of the script that society has written for you and being whoever you want to be. And so now, if you're still not being who you want to be, then follow those four mistakes. And I even promise you, you will waste away your college experience. And the shame of it all is, is that you're going to find yourself around people who are not going to want to watch you spread your wings and fly because they're going to have their own fear-based decision-making process that's keeping them from being who they really want to be. Okay? So, in order to not follow those four mistakes I just mentioned, let's let's talk about it this way. As you grow, you will want to discover who you are. Right? What I think is the most important part about this, aside, yes, Okay, aside from like just having your own self-acceptance that you're you are whoever you are and you don't really know who you are and you're going to think you are one thing and then you're it's going to be something the next. I mean, you know, back in the day, it's like I got into goth music and would dress all in black and then I became a raver and then I became a hippie and you know, then all of a sudden I was a bartender and then I was a corporate America guy, then I traveled the the world and I did this this corporate, you know, European kind of job and then I moved to LA and I was in improv and stand up and I worked at hotels and I did all this stuff, right? And it was always 
these different versions of Jesse. People would just be like, you know, you're always doing something new and you're always changing. Why can't you just be Jesse? That, that's who Jesse is. He's the kind of guy that constantly seeks out new adventures and new experiences. I just want to know whenever I finally, you know, skid this body into the grave that I have lived the life that I wanted to live. I, of course, drank too much of it away and, you know, such is life. Can't go, no time machines, no back to the future opportunities here. I am just going to live with where I'm at now. But at the same time, man, I did some pretty cool stuff. So I'm not, it wasn't like my life was a wash. The whole point is just that you need to have self-acceptance. You don't worry about what other people say, about how often you want to change or the different kinds of music that you seem to always be look, listening to, the different jobs that you're always switching into. Just do whatever. And that's why this first point in my show notes, I mean, again, self-acceptance is clearly going to be there, but find the people who accept you as you. I think even over self-acceptance, this becomes more important. And I'll tell you why. Because it's a lot easier to have self-acceptance when you look around people, look around yourself and you find people who are supporting the way you want to be. Right? Every time you want to listen to a new song, do a new activity, experience something new, the people around you are shaking their head and, and saying, dude, what? just stop, man. Just chill out. Sit down. Stop. What are you doing? That that's not we're we're social creatures, right? We're humans. But you know, one one day, thousands of years ago, we were all sort of living on our own in our own caves, and then we got in together in a tribe and realized, wow, isn't this a lot better way to live? We can accomplish more as a tribe, and we also have people to hang out with at night around the campfire when we're afraid of being eaten by all the animals in the jungle, and so. We are still like that. We still want to be able to look around and see that our tribe accepts us for who we are. Right? If, if you're finding that your parents and your friends and the people you date don't necessarily want to be on board with your crazy, wild, you know, anything goes kind of behavior, then find people who do. Like, like I, and I've said this before, Gary Vee, he's a, this motivational speaker guy on Instagram and YouTube, and he says, you know, sometimes you have to cut toxic people out of your life, and that can be best friends and family members. He goes on to say, and that's why I always reference this, is that it may not be easy to cut those toxic people out. It may not be easy to say goodbye to someone who's been in your life for a long time or just wean yourself off of them. But if, it, if in order for you to become your best self, you need to do that, even if it's just stepping away and only calling your parents once every month or two or just telling them, hey, you know, this is, I'm just sort of in this journey of self-discovery. And if you can't be supportive, you know, then I, I don't really know what kind of relationship we can have. Right? I should probably have, I should, you know what, I'm going to put it in my show notes. I should do an entire episode on how to communicate with, with parents. Communicate with parents. I think that's a good one. Um, because that, 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 that can be tough, especially as you become this new version of yourself and they're sort of used to who you used to be. Right? Okay. So, discover who you are. If you find yourself feeling guilty after you act or behave a certain way, then that is a pretty good sign that you should look at what you just did and do things differently the next time, right? I mean, I'd I'd say, you know, don't have a ton of guilt over the way you've acted or behaved, but if you went out and got hammered drunk and made a fool of yourself and you have tons of guilt the next day, maybe the next time don't get hammered drunk, all right? Maybe next time be a little bit more in control of yourself, because you make those choices. It can't be, oh, well, my parents yelled at me. My girlfriend, boyfriend got mad at me, so I had to go out and get hammered. No, they did something. You made the choice to act the fool. Okay? You made the choice. 
to act the fool. Don't act the fool. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, okay. It just I can't stress that enough. If you feel guilty about the way that you've acted or behaved, then just check yourself. Right. Social acceptance will drive you toward or away from who you really want to be. And if you think that you're over drinking and over drugging and you don't really want to behave that way, you might want to stay away from people who are over drinking and over drugging. Right. If you want to be able if you want to be studying more, doing more, being more, behaving better then be around those kind of people that bring that out in you. Um, Okay, something else. As, to remember, as you uh, as you're growing into this new version of you, that um, surprise, right? Surprise! As you develop your own personality, you will have conflicts arrive, arise, or arrive. It could go either way, really. <laughs> arise, arrive. One of the things I have noticed is that as I as I go into this metamorphosis and I change through addiction recovery and, and, and through you know the life coaching and the public speaking is that there are certain times that I notice a behavior that I used to be okay with no longer works for me. And I, I, I release the, any kind of anger I might have at myself for still behaving in a way that isn't congruent with the new me. And, just, and it's just like, oh, oh, I don't want to be behaving like that. Okay, well, what can I do to behave better the next time? So you have to release that anger that you might have toward yourself, release negative emotions around what you've, what you've done or what you might be doing, knowing that you can and will and do better the next time around. All right, be okay with these mistakes. These mistakes that you make are a foundation for this new you, for this new behavior strategy. If you don't make mistakes, if you don't go and give a speech and then flummox it and then realize that you should have studied more before you got up in front of a bunch of people and talked about something, then if you don't make that mistake, it won't then you don't it doesn't drive it home. The mistakes drive home the lesson way more than just acing the test always will. Look at sports. A rookie quarterback makes tons of mistakes his first year, two, three in the league. And then once he starts to step into his own, boom, by year three, four, five, six, now they're really starting to get the hang of it. If they never learn from their mistakes, then eventually they hold the clipboard or they get cut and they're no longer in the league. But you need to be making those mistakes and you need to be okay with the fact that the best mistakes are the ones made in front of other people. I should do a whole show on that. Hold on, let me put that in my notes. The best mistakes are the ones made in front of other people. I used to say this when it came to um I used to say this when it came to um stand up and public speaking and all this stuff is that the the bummer this TV, the TV hosting career I've had in LA the bummer and the bitch of it all is that you can't get better just practicing in your room you have to go out in front of people and you have to put your ego aside you have to have the courage to step into something that you're not great at and be okay with the fact that you're going to say stuff and people aren't going to laugh when you want them to people aren't going to applaud you when it's done the best mistakes are the ones that are made in front of people because then you actually get feedback on what it is you could have done better or perhaps it's just the wrong crowd that you're doing Right? I once watched a comedian do an entire blue show, like a whole 10, 20 minute set, completely blue. And blue is a term they use when there's lots of profanity and sexual commentary and stuff. Completely blue show in front of an audience that was pretty, pretty 
old and white. And I'm just going to tell you this. He did, not, he did not get the laughter that he had helped. And I was, I was almost cringing for him. I was like, dude, what are you doing? This is like a self-help seminar. I cannot believe that you're making jokes about this. Like, couldn't you have come up with something that was more uh, know your audience appropriate? Right? I mean, fear of missing out and you only live once, be damned. I mean, those are necessary kind of mentalities. But at the same time, uh, know the audience. Right, know your audience, no, and and also, again, when you make those mistakes, it, was it the audience or was it you? And, and and nothing that you did is bad, but there's always ways that you can be better. I bring up FOMO and YOLO again because one of the one to me, I always tell people, you know, I had my midlife crisis in my twenties. That's when you know I partied way too hard and and you know was out till six in the morning. You know, those middle aged forty year olds who end up wanting to, you know. Uh, man or woman, divorce their family and move on and buy a sports car and live the high life are the ones who probably didn't, who, who, who probably missed out a lot in their, in their twenties and in early thirties. So do what you got to do to be able to say, been there, done that, right? I'm not going out and saying, get hammered and do tons of drugs that by no means that is not what I'm saying, but you're going to have your own barometer, your own, um, your own scale of what it is you feel like you need to experience in order to be a more uh, rational, cohesive adult. <laughs> okay? Be, you know, you be you, but be smart about what you're doing. I would really hate to see uh, any of you put yourselves in harm's way the way I did in my 20s. I'm, I'm truly blessed to be alive. Just, just always remember, if you keep doing a behavior, if you keep making the same mistakes, then you either really don't want to change, you're okay with the way you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, you're okay with that guilt and, and whatever that, that sorrow it is you feel the next morning. Or you're just oblivious to what it is you're doing. And in that case, you're, you're probably not even listening to this show. People who listen to this show want to get better. They want to grow, right? You may say, but Jesse, I'm not always growing every day. I'm not putting in all this effort. You are. That's tall. That is not how we're judging ourselves. Okay, I go to the gym three days a week. I eat healthy when I'm not. I'm always, you know, but there's days whenever I'm going to eat some McDonald's, I'm going to eat some pastries, I'm going to eat too much sugar, and I'm, you know, I'm going to miss the gym once and and then not go for a week and then get back on it. Like, you know what? Just by knowing that you want to make these changes, you're going to do it. By seeking out strengths, by seeking out new things that you can master, you you don't, it's, it's like, you know, our lives are, it's, it's not like we work in a coal mine where you go down there, you take a you know a sledgehammer or you know, one of those pickaxes, and you go at the wall, and when you leave, there's a much bigger hole than there was in the morning. A lot of the stuff that we're doing internally for ourselves to become the best versions of ourselves are things that you may not even notice are changing until you turn around a month, two, three, four, eighteen later, and you realize, wow, I no longer behave at all like I used to, and boy, do I really like this person. Also, conversely, you may have been a straight-A student like I was in high school and then gone to college and realized the best way to fit in and to feel socially accepted is to get into the addiction mindset. Next thing you know, you're partying seven days a week and you're dropping out three years later. Um, And you could turn around and be like, wow, how how did I get here? Why did I make these decisions, right? So you want to be self-aware and and just seek out your strengths. Don't compare yourself to others because that's just going to cause you to have guilt, jealousy, and definitely it's going to cause you to criticize others. Because if you compare yourself to others, then in your mind, you have to knock that person back down to earth in order not to feel weird or like or, or, or uncomfortable around them. You got to knock them off their pedestal if you're going to be normal around them. 
right? You can't have somebody on their pedestal. This is what we do to celebrities and athletes and and, and famous people. Once once we feel like they've gotten a little too big for their britches, now we got to kick them, knock them down a couple pegs. Most of the time, they'll do that for themselves by you know tweeting something stupid or drinking too much or you know doing something that isn't socially acceptable, and then you know we'll make them have shame, and then you know then they'll come back and we'll let them work themselves back into our good graces, and before you know it, we're like, yay, second chances rule, we're a country of second chances. Well, we only need to have all these second chances because we're a bunch of judgmental a holes. And then relax. Like I said before, number one mistake, to, one of the mistakes to make if you want to live a fear-based life is to stress and freak yourself out all the time. Guys, relax. Relax. It all comes in good time. You will spend your whole life in this process of self-discovery and personal growth. Your whole freaking life. So relax. Right? I, I, I'm not great at this. Right? I, trust me. I'm dry. I'd push and drive. And, and I'm just like, no, faster, 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 harder, harder, harder. Go, Jesse. Go. Work, 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 work. Right? All these things that I told you not to do and all these things I'm encouraging you to do, I make these mistakes regularly. Right? I'm, no one's perfect. No matter how perfect you think somebody is, there's something they're doing in the background that you don't see that they wish they could they could do better. Relaxing, enjoying the journey, not being destination driven. It's definitely something I need to work on still. You're in college and you're probably thinking, man, I, once I get this degree, I'll be able to go. Maybe it's get a master's or a PhD, or maybe it's go off and get that great paying job so that you can buy that house and have that car and get engaged and then get married and then have kids. And then before you know it, your kids are going to college and you turn around and you're like, what the frick? How did I get here? Relax, guys. Relax. Enjoy the ride. Can I do a whole episode on relax? I'll, you know what? I'll type it in, relax, and enjoy the ride, and we'll see whatever comes from that. All right. I hope you've enjoyed this. Just trying to make you laugh. It's a Friday. Be your own person. Do your own thing. The four mistakes to make if you want to live in fear and not be yourself. Ignore self-discovery. Ignore ethically based decision making only do what you already feel comfortable with and definitely stress out freak out and have anxiety all the time under no circumstances should you put any effort into discovering who you are you shouldn't put any effort into being okay with making mistakes you should not put in any effort into seeking out your strengths and making them better and you should certainly never relax do not enjoy the ride only be stressed out and destination driven And you probably have a heart attack at 32. (laughs) Have a great weekend, everyone, or whenever you're listening to this, as always, be inclusive, not exclusive. It is all about welcoming everybody in as everyone's always welcome here. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, review me on whatever your favorite podcasting app is. Go hit me up over on social media at Jesse Mogul at College Success Habits. As always, it's a pleasure. Thank you for your time so, so, so enjoy it. I mean, there's literally thousands of you who tune into each one of these episodes. Um, It's mind-blowing how fast this show has taken off. I really am truly honored that you um, have taken the time out of your busy schedule. There's a million podcasts to listen to, and the fact that I'm one of the ones you listen to weekly um, really just makes me so, so, so grateful and so happy. So, all right, be well, be splendid. Take care. It's till we meet again. Bye-bye.